Welcome to the Kevin White Show. Broadcasting live from the USA. Get ready for a powerful word from God with the encouragement, strength, and comfort you need for today. Come say hello to friends around the world from 163 different countries. Hello. Hello. Thank you for subscribing, commenting, and sharing the show. Kevin White is a best-selling author. His books are available in all formats and multiple languages worldwide, everywhere books are sold. As an international speaker, Kevin has flown over a million miles to 28 different countries and spoken to thousands of audiences around the world. A serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of churches, businesses, and nonprofits throughout the world. Kevin is CEO of Spirit Media, a full-service and multinational publishing, branding, and marketing company based in the USA. Okay, who's ready to prosper in the presence of God? Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and help welcome your friend and mine, Kevin White. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Kevin White Show. How are you doing? Yeah, there we go. Welcome. Yes, how are you doing? Uh, take time. I'm going to bring forth our team. Say hello to Tracy and Justin. Yeah, they're running behind the scenes. I really appreciate the team, everyone at Spirit Media for helping us to produce our live stream show every single week. And I hope you're doing well. Say hello to family and friends around the world. Namaste to everyone in India. There's Joshua. Yes, praise the Lord. Uh, Abel from Pakistan, tell us the country that you're watching in, okay? Say hello and let us know 
where you are. There's Mooney from Delhi, India. Namaste. Pastor Z from India. Where's the Philippines? Come on, Mabuhai, everyone. Um, there's uh, Harmel, Ham, um, Harmnil, Harmnil, maybe. I don't know. Uh, Vanit from India. Hi. Let me know the country that you're watching in. Yeah, there's Joshua. Say hello, um, people in the U.S. I am so glad that you're able to join us. Uh, Germany, anyone watching in Germany right now? Jerusalem, Israel, Canada, Mexico, Thailand, Afghanistan. Over the next 90 days, statistically, 163 different countries will be watching in. There's Justin from the USA. Yeah. Angela from West Virginia. There we go. Barbara from Raleigh, North Carolina. Welcome. What precious friends we have, Roger and Lori from Ohio. Yes. Yeah, there we go, Tracy and Justin. We do appreciate you. Um, Dale from the Philippines. There we go. Mabuhai. Finally, the Philippines are showing up. Anna from the Philippines. Hello. How are you? Yes. Brittany from USA. There we go. Yeah. Lori from the Philippines. Look at this. It's amazing that today, January the 30th, 2024, we can have the nations gather around the word of God. I am so grateful for this opportunity. Um, there is our brother in Delhi, Michael from Nigeria. Look at that. Manipur, India. Abby, yes. Welcome, everyone. Light home uh, there in South India. Yes. Praise the Lord. Alfred from Canada, another nation. Tell me the country that you're watching in. I'm so grateful. Shaker from India. God bless you. Thank you for being a part of the show today. This is the word of God, and it is brought into your life purposefully. There's a destination. Uh, I'm sorry, a destiny on this word to comfort you, to encourage you, to strengthen you. Anybody need to be made stronger today? My hand's going up. What about comfort? We live in a difficult time, hurting people all over the world. Watch the news tonight and you will see pain, story of pain, story of pain, story of pain, story of pain, and then the news will go off. That's the evening news these days. And um, God has brought us a word of comfort. Today's word uh, is in our UR series. I hope that you are enjoying this series. Today's word is the word lamp, the word lamp. And there are promises in this uh, word that you don't always see in all the other words. So have you read Only God Works? Uh, came out in 2023. I hope that you've read it. And when you get, it's a short book, you can read it in two hours. So there's no excuse. Um, read Only God Works. It will be a revelation that will change your perspective of how you see God and how you live your life. But the conclusion is a one sentence conclusion. The father's going to give it. And this series of the UR series is really built on that foundation. God had me write this book, go to India uh, in April of 2023 and really uh, proclaim this revelation 
all across India. India was the one that God used to really open up my eyes to this truth. And then I went back in October and through India, we have printed uh, this in Hindi. You can go to Amazon India and uh, very soon you will be able to get this in Hindi and Marathi and Telugu and Tamil. Um, and we are translating in it into the top 20 languages of the spoken world uh, to get it to 75% of the human race. And I'm excited that our team at Spirit Media has this kind of opportunity. But today's word, lamp, you are lamp, is a fulfillment of this conclusion. The Father's going to give it. And when we're going through this UR series, I've been saying this over and over and over. The enemy wants you to hear that you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. You are a lamp. The enemy wants you to hear that with expectation and immediately feel guilty. Well, Jesus says, I'm the light of the world. And I, I, I've already failed at that. I, I feel guilty that I'm really not that big of a light. Uh, I fail. I have bad attitudes. I'm human. Um, my, you know, and on and on and on. But God wants you to hear it with empowerment and feel reliant because the Father's got to give it. And whenever it comes to you are the light of the world, that is the foundation. The Father makes you the light of the world. It's not based upon you. It's not dependent upon you except for your willingness and availability. And we're going to look at lamp. So look at Psalm 119.105. Put your hands together for the word of God, okay? I don't want you just to hear what a human, Kevin White, has to say. Hear with ears to hear the divine voice of God through these passages. Psalm 119.105. Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. David is saying the word is a lamp, okay? You need to see the whole progression of this word lamp in scripture. Here, God is saying that God's word is a lamp. David's saying it. God's using David to say your word, Genesis 1 through Revelation 22, is a lamp to my feet. Um, it also is declaring that a lamp lights the way. A lamp lights the way. So look at this. This is very important. You're, you're going to hear in just a moment a declaration from Jesus about you. And right here, God is already setting the stage for this declaration. The lamp is the word. And the word lights the way. It guides. And so now look at Luke eleven. 34, your eyes is like a lamp that provides light to your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when it is unhealthy, your body is filled with darkness. And there we are seeing another progression of this declaration of Jesus. And what we see here is that the lamp is a powerful instrument. And so Jesus is saying the eye, your eye is a lamp and it's a powerful instrument. It provides light for the whole body. What you allow into your eyes either lights or, or 
makes dark the whole body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. And when it's unhealthy, the body is filled with darkness. It's powerful. So uh, the, the, the lamp is the word of God. The lamp lights the way. The lamp is a powerful instrument. Now listen to what Jesus says in Matthew 5, verses 14 through 16. Follow this progression, okay? All right, he set this foundation. He set this stage. Listen to what our Savior says about you, about me, about everyone covered under the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are the light of the world. Like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden, no one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone, everyone will praise your heavenly father. And again, the trick of the enemy is for you and I to hear that and immediately, immediately hear expectation from God and feel guilty. But I want you to discipline your perspective, change how you've been taught to hear this. How you, have you been tricked to hear this? Make sure you're hearing it in the context that only God works. And the father's got to do what he is declaring. When he says you are the light of the world, he's saying more about himself than he is you. The enemy wants you to hear it in the context of you and say, well, I'm sorry, but I just don't match up. That does not describe me. I have failed. I'm not uh, the light of the world. So Jesus, I know you meant that for Billy Graham. I know you meant that for Mother Teresa. Yes, the Apostle Paul, light of the world. When it comes to Kevin White, ha, ha, ha. No way. When it comes to you, insert your name. We often think no way. And yet this doesn't talk about you. It doesn't talk about me. This is in the context of what God is saying. He is done. When he said, let there be light, you know what happened? There was light. You didn't change it. You did not stop. There is not a human on planet earth that stopped almighty God when he said, let there be light. So why do we think the enemy has the right to come into our life today and stop us from being the light of the world? The same God that said, let there be light and there was light is saying, you are the light of the world. And what he's saying is, I have made you. I forgave you of your sins. I put my son on a cross for the forgiveness of your sins. I filled you with my spirit. You have eternal life within you. I've made you the light of the world. And you need, we need to hear it. Can I get an amen? Can someone just sit quietly, but on the inside be so full of praise and joy. You just want to jump up out of your seat and scream, hallelujah. This is worthy of going full-blown Pentecostal over. 
whether you're quiet as you hear this revelation or whether you are dancing for joy, Jesus has declared something that does not depend upon you. And look at what he says about lamp. He says you are a lamp. Team, can we put that back up there? A lamp? Um, I'm sorry. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. He's talking about you, but he's talking about what God has not done. You are the light of the world. God does not put you under a basket. I want you to begin seeing promises that come in this declaration that you are lamp that you don't necessarily see in salt or you don't necessarily see in light. Jesus is saying, you are the light of the world. God has not put you under a basket. And then he says, instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. And so this is what the summary is of what Jesus is saying. You are a lamp. You are God's word. Take it back to the foundation that we laid earlier. A lamp is always displayed. Always displayed. God has put you on display for his glory. You are human. Don't allow the enemy to rob you of being on display for God because you are human. You will argue like Moses did. We will argue like Jonah did. We will argue with God like many other conversations that we can read about in the Bible. Instead of receiving this promise. And the promise is a lamp is always displayed. And you can say, I'm not ready to be displayed. My life is not perfect yet. God's not looking for your perfection in order to accomplish his purpose of displaying you for his glory. Now, yes, we can absolutely defy the word of God. We can be on display and be a bad witness. That is possible. But God is saying, I'm bigger than your worst witness for me. I'm putting you on display. The, the next thing that we see here is a lamp is always elevated. Always elevated. You ever feel hidden? You ever go through dark days where you just feel like you're buried under pressure, buried under bills, buried under stress? I want you to receive the promise. God does not put his lamp under a basket. The enemy will try to get you under a basket. Stress will try to get you under a basket. Pain will try to get you under a basket. Your humanity will try to be more comfortable under the basket than on a stand. But the living God of the universe is declaring you are a lamp and I don't put you under a basket. And so what do you feel like you're under today? I think you can visually see a lamp under a basket and know that it doesn't belong there. If you were to light a candle, your power goes out, you light a candle, you're not going to stick it under a basket because it's not going to accomplish what you lit it to do. 
if you put it under a basket. How many of you have ever had a power go out, you light a candle, you put it in a drawer, you shut the drawer. You light a candle, you stick it in your refrigerator, you shut the refrigerator. No one puts the lamp under a basket. And God did not do that with you. And yet there are times we feel under instead of own a stand. And I just want you to understand that regardless of what you feel under today, the truth is your God is elevating you, exalting you onto a stand. And sometimes we have to get our feelings in alignment with the facts and the truth of God. And this is not judgment. This is not condemnation for you being under pressure, for you being in pain, for you suffering, for you having anxiety and fear. But that's not what characterizes you. It says weeping lasts for an evening, for the night, but joy comes in the morning. Every 24 hours, a new morning is available to all of us. And so let the promise of God lift you up out of what you're under today. Don't allow the enemy to kick you down under, under a basket of life. Put you in a drawer. Put you into a refrigerator. Put you out of sight. Because you're emotionally drained. You're emotionally distraught. You're emotionally depressed. You're under so much pressure. The baby didn't sleep. You haven't slept in two weeks, maybe. But know that that is not the characteristic of your life. We all have stressful days. We have stressful moments. We have realities of where we are under life, feeling buried, feeling trapped. But this is a promise. You are a lamp and you've not been put under. So don't let the enemy keep you under any longer. Listen to what Jesus says next. He says, instead, not under, but instead a lamp is placed on a stand. So your power goes out, you light a candle, you hold it up. You don't hold it down, you hold it up. You put it on a table, you put it up. Think of the lighthouse. It's lifted up. The light beam goes out to the ships in the storm because it is elevated up. Some of us are so pushed down in our life, we can't even comprehend that a loving Heavenly Father would want to lift us up. Lift us. Will you receive the promise of God that you've been made a lamp? And it's not to be under, but you are being elevated by God for his glory. Sometimes we want to be elevated uh, by seeing the results in our bank account. Sometimes we want to be elevated by seeing results in the followers of our social, in the, in the popularity, in fame, in, in those kind of cultural and earthly elevations. And it's not that God will not do that. My show's actually growing to more nations every single month. But that's not my focus in life. And it should not be your focus in life. It's not that, that we have to choose between wealth or godliness, um, popularity 
or godliness. It's that our focus is being obedient to being a lamp, aligning to this to this provision of God when he declares, you are my lamp. You are the word. Some of you are the only Bible the people around you will ever read. You are a lamp. Some of you are a guide. When you are to live your life to actually guide people to the way, this is what I've made you, our Heavenly Father, saying to us. And so don't allow the enemy, your tradition, your parents, your family, tell you that you're under when God has lifted you up. Live up on a stand. Take your rightful place on a stand. Allow your Heavenly Father to exalt you out of the place of pain. Exalt you out of the place of scarcity and into the place of provision, into the place of promise. Look at Luke eleven thirty three. 33. Here, Jesus says a different way. No one lights a lamp and hides it and puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it lights can be seen by all who enter the house. This is a promise for everyone that comes into your, your life. Everyone who enters your life is being directed by God in order to see God. Not to see what's in your bank account, not to see your how many followers you have, but to see the greatness of your God. This is where we see the lamp is for everyone. You cannot control who comes in to your life. A waitress in the restaurant, the clerk at the checkout counter, your coworkers, your family, your spouse, your children. God is bringing the nations to you and it's for everyone. The lamp is for everyone. The word is for everyone. And then look at Matthew 25, 1 through 13. This is a rather long passage, so let me read it quickly, but you read it along with me. It says so much about how we are to use our lamp in the kingdom of God. Then the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 bridesmaids who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The five that were foolish didn't take enough oil, olive oil for their lamps, but the other five were wise enough to take along extra oil. When the bridegroom was delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, uh, they were uh, uh, they were roused by a shout. Look, the bridegroom is coming. Come out and meet him. All the bridegrooms got up and prepared their lamps. Then the five foolish ones asked the others, please give us some of your oil because our lamps are going out. But the others replied, we don't have enough for all of us. Go to a shop and buy some for yourself. But while they were gone to buy oil, the bridegroom came. Then those who were who were ready went out with him to the marriage feast and the door was locked. Later, when the other five bridesmaids returned, they stood outside calling, "Lord, Lord, open the door for us." But he came, but he called back, "Believe me, I don't know you." So you too must keep watch for you do not know the day and the hour of my return. And there is a schedule, a plan 
for your lamp. And it's in the context of being oiled by the presence of God in your life that your, your lamp burns bright. And in this story, the bridesmaids are all the, the followers of God, the people on planet Earth. And some are ready for Jesus' return and others are oblivious to Jesus' return. But Jesus is the groom that is returning to take his bride. That's an analogy of the intimacy between God and his people. And you see there in the story, some had their lamps well-oiled, ready, understanding that Jesus was returning. It was not a surprise to them. Others were unprepared. They were surprised. And Jesus said, I, I don't know you. And the whole point of this story is have your lamp ready. Jesus said, you are the lamp. You are my lamp. You are the word of God. Have it ready. And here, what we see is that the lamp depends on God. The lamp requires oil only God can give you. Go back to the conclusion, the Father's got to give it. A lamp in Scripture during Bible times used olive oil for the fuel to keep the wick burning. And in the Bible, oil represents the presence of God in our lives. So when it comes to your focus about your lamp and its intensity and its impact, your focus is to be on keeping it full of the presence of God. That's your focus. And the oil comes from God. Only God makes you ready for the return of Christ. Look at Psalms 23, verse 5. It says, you prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. God's got way more oil than most of the time we live with in our daily lives. Look at Mark 13, 33, another part of this story from Matthew 25. And since you don't know when the time will come, be on guard, stay alert. And what we're being told there is guard your lamp. Make sure it's full of the presence of God. And, it, and we're being told there, prioritize your lamp. Be ready for the return of Christ. Be in tune with the things of God, with the movement of God, with the, the, the timing of God in these days. And the enemy wants you to hear this call that you are a lamp, this declaration with expectation and feel guilty, but God wants you to hear it with empowerment and feel reliant. And so what's all the takeaway? This has been a lot of scripture, but the takeaway is my my responsibility, your responsibility is to passionately pursue the presence of God. Jesus is saying, I've made you a lamp and I am your oil provider. Stay close to me. It's, it's no different than when he was saying, you, I am the branch, you, I, I am the vine, you are the branches. Abide in me and you will bear much fruit. In that same context, he's saying, you are a lamp. You are a light. You are salt. 
You are a city. You are priest. You are holy. We're going to continue in this You Are series. Let's pray together. Hold your hands out and let's ask the Lord for fresh oil. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the oil of your presence in all of our lives. And I just pray that everyone watching would be baptized afresh and anew with your presence, with your oil, that our lights would, our lamps would be strong, that we would be filled with the word of God, filled with your presence. Meet every need of my brothers and sisters, comfort them, encourage them, strengthen them, cover their needs, heal their bodies, take care of them financially. Father, provide miracles of your ample supply in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So I hope that you will be back next week for City. You are a city. Come and hear what Jesus meant when he said that. Following that, you are priest. I hope you'll be back for that. I love you. I'll see you back here next week on The Kevin White Show. God bless you all. Thank you for subscribing, commenting, and sharing The Kevin White Show. Visit KevinWhite.us for Kevin's blog, videos, books, and more. All geared toward helping you prosper in the presence of God. That's KevinWhite.us. Kevin's books are available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. Contact Spirit Media for all your publishing and marketing needs at SpiritMedia.us. Spirit Media, taking the message of God through the people of God to the nations. Visit SpiritMedia.us today. Join the generosity movement at SM Gives, a federally recognized 501c free organization. All gifts, tax deductible. 100% of every gift used to share the good news of Jesus in all 195 nations around the world. This has been The Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program copyright, Kevin White International, all rights reserved. We will see you back here every Tuesday on The Kevin White Show with another powerful message of encouragement, strength, and comfort from God.